hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Movie Garage podcast. I keep nearly saying the name of another podcast that I listen to all the time, you know, when I'm introducing us, thinking that I'm doing that instead. That's really, really weird. I, <laughs> it is um, really weird because you think you'd be used to this by now. Yeah, I know. I think, I think now we're on episode six, I want to say, or seven. I don't, I don't know. Six, yeah. Six. Yeah, we're on episode six now. Um, I am Jay, and this is Gaz. How's it going, man? Not too bad, dude. How are you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm at work. I'm in another. I'm not at like a nana's house or anything like that. I'm in another hotel. Um, so back at work now. Everything's kind of getting back to normal, <laughs> apart from like, um, we were chatting a bit last night, and I mentioned that my tea was in a bath. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it turns out. Um, anybody you watched last week, I was in a different hotel, same place, but a different hotel because I couldn't get a room again. Um, and this week, I'm in one where the um, the kitchen isn't open at all, so they're not doing any food whatsoever. And anybody who's been to a supermarket for like the past God knows how long knows what a pain in the balls it's been. So trying to be a bit of a smart ass on Tuesday night when I first got down here to London, I went to the supermarket. Thought, right, I'll just buy like a cooler or something along those lines. But obviously they didn't have any because they're all sold out because anything summer sold out as soon as it started getting hot. So yeah. what I did was I bought like a storage box, a big plastic storage box, bought like my dinner and my tea for the next three days, got into the hotel room, put it in the bath and just filled it up with cold water. <laughs> so I'm using that as a fridge. <laughs> so I've just got lots of shit, lots of food bobbing around in the bath for like the... Uh, the next two days. So get yourself a fishing rod and see what you get for tonight. <laughs> Just been doing a creepy ass lucky dip. Um <laughs> yeah, that's it. So if I'm not on next week, then I've caught salmonella from my shitty little bath fridge that's uh, that's not worked. <laughs> and I've, I've, I've You're just constantly topping it up your bites. <laughs> no, I've had to get like twice and just refilled it with cold water because it felt it was getting warm. I don't know what I'm doing. I was thought I thought I was being dead fucking sneaky and MacGyvering it a little bit, but no, I think it's, it's I'm probably gonna die. <laughs> it's nothing getting wet. Well, well, no, it's all like sealed in packages. So I've got like packets, packets of chicken. So that's all sealed and all that kind of thing. I did buy like um, a big bag of apples, <laughs> and I went to get it out the, uh, get it out of my uh, fridge yesterday, and that was full of water. So I was like, fuck, uh, I had to throw that away. <laughs> but other than that, everything else is like all wrapped up and packaged really well. So it's just, it's just floating about in there at the minute. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I, I would have given up and just Uber eats the. Oh, you see, yeah, that'd have been a good idea. I don't know, I'm just trying to eat a bit healthy though as well, because I'm always on the road. It's just like really yeah. easy to dive in and just eat a load of shit, which is uh, just a bit of a pain. Yeah, all right. Anyway, um, yeah, so should mention before we get started, uh, I'm Instagram live in this at the same time. So I've literally got my phone just here, just out, you can probably see the top of it, <laughs> just that screen. All I'm doing is using my phone to film the screen of us having a conversation. <laughs> so this is getting recorded and then I'm filming it as well. It's going on Instagram live because I was trying to upload the episodes to that Instagram TV that you can do um, and it just kept failing. Whether I've used all my memory up or anything along those lines, God knows. But this would be quite cool if anybody pops up and asks us a question or anything like that. Maybe we can uh, say hello to a few people and shit. Oh, God. <laughs> Mega fresh. That's good because, like, we do know most of our mates are tossers. So, any questions that we'll get asked by any pulling in, people will do. <laughs> Should be quite interesting. <laughs> oh, 
Butter tosses. Yeah, good fun. Um, yeah, so we're uh, here to talk about movies, as we always do. Um, we'll get into the news first, and then we'll move on from there. Um, so we've got a few bits. It's getting really, really thin on the ground, so we are kind of scraping the barrel with uh, rumours and just going about stuff. Uh, but I saw, just before we um, came on and started recording, I saw that Kirsten, Chris, is it Kristen or Kirsten Stewart? I can't remember which one it is. She's just been, Stewart, I think. Yeah, that's the one, Kristen Stewart. She's just been cast to play Lady Di in a new, um, I don't know whether you'd call it a period drama or whatever, but it's about the royal family. <laughs> so she's just been casting that. Right. It's called Spencer. I don't know anything about the format or anything because literally just glanced at it before we came on here to start recording. Um, so yeah, it's quite an interesting casting choice, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a great, it'd be a great job. It'd be a great, wait. It'd be a good watch, actually. Hmm. When you come to think about it and everything's kind of that went on, it actually would be a good watch. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, I think anything to do with Royals, it's ballsy. Uh, yeah, it's a ballsy move. Definitely, especially if you're going to do someone like Lady Di as well, because she's like, we still call other people princess, don't we? Yeah. So whatever she did, she was like well-loved by pretty much everybody around the world that we know of, apart from Charles. But <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was some weird rumours surrounding her death, but um, yeah, we don't really want to get into that. Bit too depressing. Well, the only um, issue um, I can really see with it is that she was always smiling in pictures, and Kristen Stewart's not really known for smiling that much, is she? No, but... <laughs> no, but that's kind of... That, 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 they're actors at the end of the day, and that's that's their job. So, um, to, to, so she needs to act to smile. Then I'm pretty sure she's paid enough. She'll she'll smile. But um, I can't remember who it was who played the Queen in that film. Hmm. Um, obviously called Queen. Yeah. Um, but didn't they get a lot of flack for doing that too? Because really? it's quite high pressure, didn't it, to do royal stuff yeah i think if especially if they're still alive because people really love them don't they yeah people really jump on the backs of it don't they They get the back up when like when someone's chose to play a royal of, of some sort they've probably got i do remember they are a load of people love that queen fan groupies got the proper back up against it so well how can she play the queen because of this that and that i don't know no. there's a load of a lot of old crap being dragged back up again and it was like let her do her thing and just watch I, I don't know who it was who played it by the way no Helen, Helen Mirren was it? I don't know. Yeah. Helen Mirren it's like great actress just let her get her, do her thing and, and, and get on with it it'd be interesting to see what because I can't pronounce it now. Chris Stewart, it's rubbing off, you see. I'm normally the one who's really shy with names. I don't even yeah. know why I try and name people. I'm just like, I can't pronounce anything and I'm always forgetting everybody. So, yeah. Lucky I remember you. It's only because your name is handily at the bottom of the screen for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've only got three friends, mate, and most of them are called Chris. <laughs> I, I, am, I am absolutely the worst with names. So when you start chatting, Mm. I'm talking about a film or a movie, and then you throw in the name, and then you go, "What do you, what do you think about them?" <laughs> I go, 
yeah <laughs> let's go yeah. definitely and, and I'm waiting for the moment where you throw a, a little bit of information when I know who that person <laughs> yeah. is. <laughs> you see the penny slowly drop in on the way down. I've just got to apologise by the way for my video at the minute. I don't know whether you can see it, but it's strobing like fucking mad. We're getting stupid lines going all the way up. I think it's because of the lights and it's a hotel room. It's really getting on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> They've got like <laughs> these ridiculous funky LED lights and I think it's playing shit with my camera at the minute. Right. It's like you're filming on a Nokia 3310, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only like two choices in this hotel room as well. It's like either all lights on, so it's the daytime, basically, or yeah. just black. <laughs> so I either sit here in the pitch black or you can just hear my voice and it looks really weird. Or Yeah. You just crack on. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so uh, you were saying some stuff about some female actors you wanted to give a shout out to because of what you've been watching. Yeah, um... So obviously everyone kind of knows that I've been watching Ozark um, and I've, I'm up to date with Ozark and I've just, I've just finished, it was season three, it's finished on and it's outstanding, like it, it's, it, it's the actress or actors that it, it make it that good and the, uh, direct, the directors are incredible, the music's incredible, but what some of the women actors do is stunning. Now, um, one of the um, lead roles is um, Laura Linney. Yeah. Now, she's well known. I've got a list of everything that she's kind of worn and some stuff that she's been in. Is she the mum? Um, is she the mum in it? Yeah, she, she, yeah. So the guy who's um, laundering the money for mm. the cartel, she's the wife. Yeah, great. and um, she comes from a political background. Dead smart, but she she almost overtakes being brutal. Like the guy that's laundering the money for the the cartel is a bit of a softer ass. Wants to get out of it as quickly as he can, where she's just brutal because hmm. she comes from this political background. It's almost like a sense of she doesn't care. She'll do anything it takes to save her family. It's just ruthless. And then it's almost like she's getting addicted to doing bad crap. Almost like a Breaking Bad type storyline. <laughs> yeah, but she, she she does it brilliantly. Now, I didn't know too much about what really did before this, but she's been uh, she's been nominated three times for a Cad Academy Award. Uh, for Best Actress. Jesus. She's um, been nominated for British Academy Film Awards. She's won two Golden Globes, six nominations for the Golden Glo Globes, Primetime Emmy Awards. She's won that four times. Mm -hmm. Six nominations for it too. And uh, a, a Screen Actors Award. She's won that and got uh, five nominations for that. She's also got four nominations for Tony Award. So I really didn't realise what she's kind of done. But yeah, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> she's been in a couple of things. Like she's been in loads of films that I've literally just wrote down two here. One was Love Actually and one was The Truman Show. But in this, honestly, I, I, she's absolutely outstanding. Yeah, yeah. You, you're, you're on the, the edge of your seat kind of watching and she plays this role so perfectly. Um, it, 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 it's honestly, it's brilliant and done. And 
at uh, season three, the, the last two, three episodes of it. And I'm not going to spoil it because I know you've not watched it all. I don't know, I don't know. And it's, it's kind of new on Netflix, so I won't kind of spoil it, but it's done perfectly. And I can imagine Denna Mounts kind of pulling this off the way that she kind of done it. It was done, it's so genius. Honestly, I actually cried watching it. She was that perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Like, and when something grips you like that, like um, we've watched so many brilliant TV shows and series that that have so much special effects. But when you strip it all back and you, you've kind of just got her playing out a role, it's uh, it's brilliant because uh, there's a, a little shout out to uh, a brother that's in the show, a guy that plays him is Tom uh, Pelfrey. Hmm. And between them in the last few uh, episodes, it's utter brilliant. Yeah. Honestly, one of the episodes is one of the greatest episodes of anything I've ever seen. And that's how good... I was like, you know, when you go on YouTube yeah. and you watch reactions to it, <laughs> everyone do, like everyone does the same thing. Oh, you've lost me. Yeah, yeah, you went then. I'm back again. So everyone does the same um, thing where everyone's just taken back and shocked by how good she actually is. And she kind of, when you think uh, the guy that's laundering the money is going to, steal the show and, and that's the way it's going to progress. I thought it was going to kind of go the Breaking Bad way. It's no, she completely takes over. Wow. Utterly takes over the show. She's utterly brilliant. Now, the other girl I want to talk about. Stay on, uh, is it Laura Linney? It is mm. Laura Linney. Yeah. Um, Two movies that you mentioned earlier and she's absolutely amazing in them as well she probably got like uh, the most annoying storyline in uh, love actually because in love actually she's the uh mm. the girl who dressed her up really dowdy and she works in an office and she's in love with like the office stud isn't she like the proper yeah. amazing looking italian dude who shows up out of nowhere and he like sweeps her off her feet but she's got um she's got a brother with like uh, learning difficulties hasn't she so she ends up putting him first and like nothing happens with her and this guy. And it's just so frustrating every time you watch it. But she plays that brilliant. And, and do you know what? It's, sorry for interrupting. No, no. It's funny you say that, but the guy that plays the brother in this, he's yeah. got bipolar. Ah, you see? There you go. It, I wonder it, if it's it, the same woman. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she went on from there. <laughs> Married Jason Bateman and then just got into a lot of shit. That'd be well good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. But then also as well, uh, you mentioned her in Truman Show and she plays his wife, don't you? And she plays his wife like right up until he kind of finds out what's going on and that he's trapped in like this bubble. And then she really starts freaking out. And it's incredible watching her performance when all this is happening is just absolutely amazing because she's been an actress this whole time. Has been she has been his wife, but she's obviously been like hired to be his wife which is just so yeah. fucked up but um when he starts discovering what's going on and she's doing all the product placement bits in it as well and she, she's like he's yeah. turning to the camera and holding up like a can of beans and stuff um to do all that but yeah she's amazing i'm definitely a big fan of her yeah absolutely amazing 
Um, the other one I want to give, a, like, I could have chose four women from this show, but the other one is uh, Julia uh, Garner. Yeah. She plays uh, Ruth in it. And uh, Ruth's kind of a uh, bit hillbilly. Liz Caravan, all the yeah. family are all rogues. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. It's like, is it the little blonde girl? Doesn't she end up working yeah. in the bar for him in the first yeah. season? Yeah, um, and um, she's kind of smart and switched on and wants to look after the ones that are like cousins that are, she wants them to go in the right way, the right path, and don't want to kind of follow her dad's footsteps or their dad's footsteps into being roads and you know, this caravan line, she wants to move on from that. and hmm. uh, But she's already too deep in it. She's a smart girl and she kind of, um, she gets shit on a lot on the, on the show, like yeah. tortured from the cartel and stuff. But hmm. she's stunning at what she does. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, she already um, holds the uh, primetime permit Emmy Award for the show. Right. Um, she's, and she's also, she's won other stuff, but the, you know, like at the main things that I kind of know of, she's, uh, she won the best actress for uh, The Last Exorcism Part Two. Oh, she yeah. was in that in 2013. Uh, and she was also in Sin City. Um, God, she must have been young when she was in Sin City then, because that's that's quite an old film now, isn't it? Yeah, she's only 26 as it is now. So she must have been like, uh, early teens when she was in that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of the roles that she's kind of played younger, and there's a lot of TV roles that she's been involved in. She's utterly, utterly brilliant. Yeah. Like, incredible. And if, if she doesn't get picked up from here to do carry on and do bigger roles on movies and stuff like that, big movies. Um, mm. It'd be a crime because she's brilliant. I've not, it's, it, it, I love it watching these kind of shows and just picking people that you don't see in like kind of primetime TV or movies. And, yeah. and you know, you kind of feel that they're, 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 they can really um, move on from this and, you know, like be lead characters and stuff because it, she utterly broke. Like I said, I could have chose four uh, women yeah, yeah. from this show because the women in this show really, the, awesome. the, the really, really, yeah, the utterly brilliant. But she is one definitely one to look out for. She's utterly brilliant, and that's kind of why I wanted to do this tonight because when I um, just watching the show. I think sometimes it's worth giving a mention to these people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. So, that, like you said, are you up to date with that now? I'm up to date with, yeah, I'm fully up to date with Ozark. I'm now officially uh, hunting for a new TV show. Hmm. I have just started watching uh, Hannibal again, uh, which is on Netflix as well. Right. Um, it's basically, uh, have you ever seen Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Yeah, so it's the same character from Silence of the Lambs, but done right. very differently. Um, it's a, an incredible show. It's one of the best shows that I've ever seen. It's really, really gory, but it's beautifully shot. It's beautifully written. It's, um, 
it's absolutely amazing. The two lead characters are incredible, but it's it's a proper head fuck. It's it's just incredible. It's really hard to describe without like spoiling it because obviously like Hannibal Lecter is this really known serial killer, um, yeah. and he is he becomes the psychiatrist of Will Graham, who is this amazing investigator who is able to put like himself in the position of all these murderers. So he, he can empathise with all these murderers and basically see how they've done it, why they've done it, and uh, and track them down from there. So you've got Hannibal who then comes in and starts helping him on cases, but then he's also killing people, and then he's just really, really messing with Will Graham's head all the way through it, and it is, it's it's so beautifully done. It's like a proper art house film, every single one of them. Um, yeah, so give that a crack. I don't know whether you'd be into it. It'd be worth watching the first one. Um, no, I don't know. Is uh, is Lisa any good with gory stuff and all that kind of shit? Yeah, no. I'm 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 willing to give kind of everything a go. Like um, mm. I think a lot of people are saying, go and watch uh, the Gangs of London. Yeah, yeah. I think that's on at the minute on Sky, isn't it? Yeah, that's on Sky at the minute. So that's definitely something that I'm going to. Um, Looking to give it a go, I would say it's uh, brilliant. So uh-huh. I'm always out for new stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's like, it. There's, like, there's not much being released at the moment, is there? I think they're trying to stagger it a little bit because they've had this big yeah. break from actually filming stuff. I don't think yeah. they want to bang a load of shit out at the moment. So I think they're trying to uh, trying to stagger that a little bit. I'm still waiting for like the second half of the last season of Vikings because that's supposed to be uh, coming on to. Um, what is it? What's that on? Uh, coming on to Amazon Prime, but I'm not too sure. They've got like they've got like up to episode seven of the last season, and then it just like went on a mid-season break, and it's not come back yet. I kind of find myself delaying watching Vikings. Yeah. All my brothers have said watch Vikings. Oh, it's, it's amazing! Brilliant. It is so good. It's utterly brilliant. And every time I go to watch it, I end up watching something else. Yeah. <laughs> There's that and. Um, your movie challenge the other day was uh, Taken, wasn't it? It's a Taken TV series, which is on Amazon Prime as well, which is really good. Really? Is that? Yeah. Um, it's a different guy who's playing him. Ironically, he is one of the main guys who is also in Vikings. Um, and it's when he was younger um, and where he learned his unique set of skills to go and beat the fuck out of people. <laughs> and it is really good. It's a really, really good show. I think he did... Two seasons, maybe three. I don't know whether there's plans to do any more, but yeah, it's brilliant. It was a really, really good show. <clears throat> All right, sure. right. So uh, moving on from Vikings to some rumours that have started popping up again about making a Gladiator 2. Now, apparently, they've been talking about this for about five or six years, something along those lines, um, and it's just resurfaced again. Uh, the producer has been out and about talking about it um, saying some of the difficulties that they're obviously seeing with making it. Um, but do you think that's good news, them doing a second one? Um, you kind of talked about this, and I kind of thought that I want, want to share, because um, the first one was, so, was perfect. Yeah. And it's one of them films that didn't really need to be a second one. No, exactly. But yeah. There's no spoilers here. The film's about 20 years old. No, exactly. It, yeah. Just in case you haven't seen it, yeah, here's some spoilers. Just in case you haven't seen it. It ended perfectly. Yeah, it really did. It, if they kept him alive, mm. the guy, uh, uh, 
guy that's glad it, and then yeah, he might have come up with a different yeah, Maximus. They might have come up with a different storyline, but it ended brilliantly. There was yeah. a start, middle, and an end to a one-off film. Yeah, yeah, to his entire life, and it's like nearly three hours long, so it is basically like two movies. It's kind of like its own sequel. It just happens to have made them together. You know, what? I'm a little bit surprised that about the movie stuff that we're doing, none of us have used this movie yet. No, I know. It's weird, isn't it? I actually watched it the other day, like literally all the way through. First time I've done it in years. It just happened to be on Sky and I just happened to be doing fuck it's, all. So I just sat down for the entire three hours and just watched it all the way through. It's amazing. It's, it's one of them movies that when it comes on TV, you watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Even if, it's, even if it's halfway through, you just watch it. Um, just sit down and jump in. Yeah. No, it, it'd be interesting to see what they did. It'd be interesting to see what kind of storyline they put together for a second one. They're only going to have to go... I think they're going to have to... I would have to go miles back. Yeah. To get a bit so of... There's been quite a few rumours like knocking about of, of how they do it, right? So one of them was uh, that they were going to do a prequel. That's been totally thrown out the window. Um, another one was set it 20 years after... Um, the first movie finished and he uh, he comes back to life into the body of another soldier after being in the afterlife with all of these Roman gods for like the past 20 years and he still remembers being in the afterlife with all the gods and stuff like that. Apparently um, like Ridley Scott and the people involved in it read that and were just like that's fucking bullshit. We're not going to do any of that. That is literally like nothing along the lines of the original movie whatsoever. It would make it ridiculous. Um, the only way that they could do it is because obviously of the way he dies at the end, you can just say, well, he survived. <laughs> That's the only way. If he like ended up in a coma yeah. or something like that for a month, but actually got over his injuries, um, you could maybe do it that way. But even still, it kind of takes something away from the end of that film, doesn't it? it, um, it yeah. It, if he survived that, it would take a little bit away from the original. Yeah, I think um, so. Especially because all, get, all of that movie is about him getting back to his family. And obviously the only way that he can get back to his family is to die, because they're dead. And the fact that he does at the end, and you actually see yeah. that, like all the way through when he's going through his bad shit, you see him like walking through the fields and he's like he's about to be at peace, but then he's got to come back to finish off his like unfinished business and stuff. And then he manages to finish it and manages to get back to his family at the end. So yeah. it, it'd take a hell of a lot away if they brought him back. Do, do you know that um, the scene where he sees that his wife and son have been burned? Yeah, yeah. Is one of the worst scenes of anything I've ever seen. Oh yeah, because you follow him on his like, entire journey back there, don't you? Let, let me tell you, as a dad, I will now blubber the crap yeah. out of <laughs> I'm watched, just going to smash the house up, fuck it. <laughs> if I ever watch that scene again, and I've not watched Gladiator since becoming a dad, mm. I would blubber yeah. the crap, and, and I would be Maximus if that ever happened. You know, if that was yeah, in yeah. that situation. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's it. Just, just gone. I'm just going to kill every motherfucker now. That's it. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, and um, one of the other rumours I heard um, about that 
story for the second one was that it was going to focus on, um, do you know, his sister's son? I think his name's Lucius. Yeah. And it was going to be so set about 20 years afterwards and it was going to focus around him and uh, all the stuff that he actually does. So obviously, like, if Maximus does end up in it, if Russell Crowe ends up coming back into it, he'd only be in it as flashbacks or something along those lines, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that'd be really the only way that I could see him doing it. But I, it wouldn't be as good. I think it'd just be, if he did something like that, it would literally just be them making a movie to cash in on how good the original was, rather than making a movie for, like, this needs a sequel. Let's do a really good sequel. It, it's not, I think it's, I think it's just a whole headache. Yeah. Whoever wants to make this film, you, you just—it's just a full-on headache. Yeah. Because I, like you said, there's just absolutely no way of. The only way, like I said, the only way I can see it in my own head is going way back. Hmm. And, and and I just I, I I still I still don't know how they can do that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's obviously the trouble with doing uh, a prequel at this stage is that that film's been about out about twenty years. Russell Crowe is now twenty years older than he was when he started in the first movie, so they can't now go back and say, "Well, this is him when he was a teenager." <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, unless they'll have to, obviously they have to try and find someone else to do the role. Yeah, yeah, who looked like him. That looked like him, but no, hmm. not, I'm not too sure what to think about it. Yeah, because there is a lot of backstory there, isn't there? Because he, he does date the guy's sister at one point, doesn't he? And then obviously he's working his way up yeah. through the ranks of the army and something happens and they have a bad breakup and it's all like a bit dicey and then he gets to know the emperor and all that. So there is a hell of a lot of backstory there, but... I don't think it would work the same without Russell Crowe. I don't think it would work the same with him being younger, and, and it wouldn't have. It definitely wouldn't have the same impact that that first movie did. No, definitely wouldn't. No, it's it's a strange one for me. That dude. Hmm. We'll see. Like I said, the rumours of it have been around about. I think it's been about six or seven years that they've been talking about doing another one now. Nothing's come of it. I think it's just going to be one of those things that just keeps circling and circling, and no one ever actually does anything from it. It's weird because it's definitely the first time I've had a rumour of them doing this film again. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's rumours of loads of films that are going to redo. And loads end up do, end up getting redone, but I've never had this one until the last week. Yeah, that's what I was like as well. Because I, um, I, I shared the article about it on, um, on the Facebook page and then went to look into it and like if you google it all the articles are coming up from like five or six years ago like i say so this has been one of them things that just keeps coming up and going around and around circles i don't ever think it'll get made i think it's just something that's going to get thrown out uh, over and over again until like we go for another five years or something like that and then they fully remake the old one (laughs) (laughs) just do it exactly the same as they did but look at it so yeah again 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 do not go make the old one. No. Go no. Don't do it. Yeah. When, when you, when Reboots and sequels, not remakes. Fuck them. No. Once you've done something perfect, don't redo it. Yeah, exactly. Which is why everybody's looking for the uh, 
next sequel of Ghostbusters and everybody hated that fucking shitty remake that they did. <laughs> I'm not being funny. Nobody liked the remake of Chocolate Factory, did they? Oh, holy shit. No, that's another one, isn't it? Because the Umpalumpas were actually weird and scary in that rather than weird, like stupid and orange. <laughs> yeah. But then again, in that original one, is that proper nightmare sequence where he gets on the boat? And it's, there is just no way of knowing. That, and it's weird. It looks like an acid trip. <laughs> that's just a trippy part of the film. Yeah. It was, it, that would send you under that part of the film. Yeah, totally. I don't know about that. I've never been sent under in my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> long story. We won't get into that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, last bit of news I think that we've got for this is DC have announced that they are doing an event called Fandome. So that's F-A-N-D-O-M-E, which is basically like a virtual convention for all things DC that they're doing. People are thinking that there's going to be um, an advert, uh, a lot more stuff on the new Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84, I think it is, yeah, Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. And then they think there's going to be the first advert for the Snyder Cut of the Justice League, um, as well as a hell of a lot of new DC TV stuff mentioned and a hell of a lot of... Uh, new movies and obviously comic books because they're a comic book company first off and um, it is on august the 22nd it starts at uh, 1 p.m et which is eastern time in america um, and you can get it all over the world and it's just for 24 hours so it's literally a 24-hour event it's as if it is a comic-con um, and i don't think that they're going to be like saving the videos so you can watch them again anytime afterwards i think it's literally you just watch it as it is when it's happening and then that's it. Uh, is that something you'd be interested in catching up on, do you think? Um, yeah, a little, a little bit, but this is something that you do, though, isn't it? You, oh, yeah. you do comic cons, and um, yeah. is this something that you would actually do yourself, though? Um, well, it's quite an interesting one, because it's, I've done them a couple of different, time, different ways, like you say, um, and it's been... So sometimes when you go as a punter and stuff, then you'll be going around, you'll be watching panels, you'll be buying stuff, you'll be getting stuff signed and things yeah. like that. Um, most of the time I do it, I'm actually selling the comic books and the stories that I write. So I'm just sat behind a table all the time. You don't really get to see any of this stuff that we're doing now. Um, going to the panels and everything along those lines is always really, really interesting. The guests that we'll have on here, so they'll have like the entire cast of like Lucifer, they'll have the entire cast of Wonder Woman, they'll have the entire cast of... They'll bring back a hell of a lot of people from the uh, Justice League. Uh, Snyder will be on, blowing his own trumpet, as he always does, and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> it'll definitely be worth tuning into, I think. It'll be really interesting. The issue that I've got with it is that it's just DC's own thing. Now, like we were talking about uh, a couple of weeks ago with the streaming services, this is starting to happen a hell of a lot more with comic conventions now. Yeah. Because what you used to get was, you used to get like San Diego Comic Convention, Everybody used to go there. Everybody used to do a massive panel with what they're doing for the next year. And they do all the announcements there. And you just have to buy one ticket or you just have to buy, watch one thing. And you'd get all of that information from all of the different companies. So now um, Disney, have got their own called, I think it's called D23. Or I think the number might change. So I think it might be like D24. Um, who else? Star Wars have got their own one now. Um, DC. Now, even though this is, just might just be a one-off if they go and they get their own thing now then they're going to be saving a hell of a lot of announcements for this so it could be another thing where you see you're going to have to buy bits and bobs to try and catch up with whoever you like rather than just going yeah. to one event again 
the, the thing is with modern technology and stuff like that is that I, I, I think it's probably a way that they're probably going to go anyway because mm. I find out a lot of my stuff are uh, with all these Comic Cons. I don't, you know, especially when they're in America and stuff like that. I YouTube them. Yeah. Everything's filmed. So I just YouTube them anyway and watch yeah. them. And, and because, like, when the questions are getting thrown out to these actors that are in the, the big films and stuff like that, it, it's almost like it, it's better to YouTube it because uh, you kind of um, get a, the way that they set it up and where they've done it is, is you're always getting a one-to-one yeah. answer back from the actor himself. Yeah, that's it, right. Rather than trying to proper, get a view. Or the... You get a proper feedback. Yeah. They, mm -hmm. they, they, they have to, um, they're not just playing up to the people that's in front of them. They've got to really play up to the people that's watching behind the camera. And I think you get a really good, I think you get a really good feedback when you're watching it from uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is uh, it's pretty good. It should be quite an interesting thing. Like I say, they're, they're running it as if it is just like a 24-hour comic convention. So, no repeats, no going back or anything along those lines, it looks like. It, it, yeah, that, that, it, I think it'd be quite interesting. Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting. Like, you, I, I can find myself actually tuning in and watching that, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not still, like I say, I'm not too sure whether it's just going to be a one-off event because of this year. And because of everything that's happened, because like literally, yeah. I've been to no comic conventions at all this year, because everything's just been cancelled, and um, everything in America has just been cancelled. Which is why we're not getting much news at the minute, because everybody wants to wait for a big event. Everybody wants to wait until they can get the biggest audience to be able to drop whatever yeah. news you've got boiling away, and um, and we're just not getting anything like that at the moment because no one can gather. So this way, them doing it digitally, they've set up um, a proper website for it. It's fandome.com. And at the minute, it's kind of just a holding page. But uh, yeah. yeah, so when that goes live, it's just going to be live for 24 hours. And it's going to be like, I think they're just going to cram so much content into there. Because it's just been announced that uh, Wonder Woman 84 has been delayed for, um, I think it's until October this year, obviously because of all the Corona stuff and because they want to actually get it into cinemas rather than just doing a streaming thing. I've seen that and I was like, I get it because it's a big movie. Yeah. But, uh, don't be so greedy. <laughs> <It's quite> an <laughs> interesting one, yeah. Yeah, because the movie is missing out. You're missing out on millions and millions of dollars if they don't put it into um, into a film. I reckon that, that'll easily be a billion-dollar movie, that, the second Wonder Woman. I think the first one was, because the first one was an amazing film. So the follow-up well, one should be uh, quite interesting. Well, we talked about this a few weeks back. Hmm. Why, <laughs> big company like this, why are they just not doing a streaming service and pay a price? Because I I still pay ten quid to watch Wonder Woman. If yeah. they went right, we've opened up this channel. Watch, you know, you pay a premium price and yeah, we'll let you watch. Yeah, yeah. So oh, if you know, buying, because, even if they did that at the like same time as they released it at the cinema, 
you know you could pay and you could rent it yeah and it's just like so you're basically you set it up exactly the same way as if you go into the cinema so you you sit down you pay your money you watch the film the film goes away so you don't own it or anything along those lines yeah. it's just you're just paying to watch it as and when but you can do it sat at home surely they can do something like that yeah, yeah, of course they can. I mean, they rent movies all the time on uh, Amazon Prime and stuff. You can rent them, can't you? And then they just disappear. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get why you're waiting for people. Don't. Kind of, it's making people do something that kind of, I'm not sure people are ready to do. There's a lot yeah, of people on that ready to go to the cinema. No. No, no not uh, yet, especially. We've, we've like, for. Uh, similar kind of reasons we've just cancelled the holiday yeah it's not been cancelled yet we might be going in October but we're not comfortable going on a plane the one make people try and go to the cinema to watch a film yeah it's not going to go the, the, the coronavirus isn't going to go away no that's it so we've come up with a di- different idea where people can watch the movie that's ready to go this movie's ready yeah it, it, it should be out in cinemas now. Do something different. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's, um, yeah. unfortunately, with something like that, it's probably like down to contracts and stuff, you know, that they've got with the actual yeah. like cinema and things, like, because obviously they've got to rent out a certain amount. And I actually really love going to the cinema, but you're completely right in what you're saying at the minute. Right now, we're in like a common sense phase of coronavirus, because it's yeah. still now about twice as bad as it was when we originally locked down in the UK. So right now, what we're trying to do is we're trying to reopen, but we're just hoping that people have enough common sense to do social distancing, to wear masks, yeah. to like not overly expose themselves, to wash their hands and all the kind of safety guidelines they're doing. We're relying on the public to do that. They didn't do it the fucking first time. And right now, no one gives a shit. Like <laughs> me and Fran are always laughing because you notice like two reactions when you're out and about, especially if you're shopping or something along those lines. When you go near someone, like either accidentally or if you get into a queue or something, they'll either go, oh my God, and jump back and like really make a big deal out of social distancing, even though you're not that close. Or they'll come even closer to you than normal and you'll be able to like feel the breath on the back of your neck or something, you know, just to prove a point that they don't give a shit about coronavirus. It's just like, dude, you want to do this normally? Stop trying to kiss me. It's fucking weird. You ain't that good looking. <laughs> I see. I, I went um, on Monday to Trafford Centre mm. just purely to walk Connor around for yeah. something to do. And we went early, it was dead quiet. And I see one dude, we've got your normal arrows, and I see one dude walking the opposite way of the arrows, and some coppers walking the normal way of the arrows, and the dude going like that to the coppers and look what I'm doing. Oh man. See, man, that kind of behaviour does deserve some police brutality. If they'd have knocked <laughs> the living shit out of him, I think everybody else in the traffic centre would have cheered. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous it is. Yeah, God knows what's yeah. going to happen. I think we're all just going to die from this. It's just going to gradually just keep creeping around and just keep coming back up because people are fucking morons. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. Uh, it, yeah, I'm sick of idiots. <laughs> yeah, and it just... Oh. <sighs> anyway, deep breath. 
Right, so on to our movie of the week from this week. So I tried to go a little bit different. I didn't think you would have seen this film. Um, I went for something that's filmed in quite a crazy way. It's a little bit out there. It's a little bit mm-hmm. memorable. Um, and my movie that I chose last week was Scott Pilgrim versus The World, which I love. I, I fucking love this film. Did you uh, manage to watch it? Yeah, I've watched it. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> go on, what was the verdict? Um, so... At first, I struggled, really struggled to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I knew nothing about this film previously. Excellent, yeah. And I was like, "What? what is going on? <laughs> it's a real slow burner, isn't it? Like you say, it, it, it really it's, takes its time getting going. It's such a slow burner. And it took me two watches, by the way. Yeah, really. Yeah, it, it, it took me two watches because I, I just I was like, I fell asleep the first time round. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. There was, <laughs> was pop ups. I didn't know why there was pop ups. There's no explanation to why there was pop ups in the film. I didn't understand it. Didn't understand what the story was about. Um. The more I watched it, the more I got into it. Yeah. And the more I carried on watching it, the more I found myself more enjoying it. Yeah. It was so <laughs> weird. I was like, this is the weirdest film. Why am I liking this? This is actually a good film now. Mm-hmm. What's happening? I, it, it has such... And you know what? I remember the trailer to this film. Yeah. And I only remember when it was first out, and I only remember one bit, and it's uh, the girl saying that she's got seven um, evil exes. Evil exes. That's <laughs> the only part I remember. I'm like, oh shit, I actually do remember the trailer of this film. Hmm? Um, the cast is unbelievable. It really, really is. <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. Just like really little snippets and stuff as well. It's, yeah. Yeah. People that they I, I, I forgot to write down the cast list because the cast is incredible. Yeah. I really didn't know who <laughs> was all in, in this film. And, and going back to what we're saying about names, it is the lead role in it, that Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And, and we've said this before, is that he plays that kind of awkward role. In every utterly, single thing. Utterly brilliant. Yeah. In... In um, super bad. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that he, that was. Before. I think this is after super bad. Is this after super? Really? I think it super is. Yeah. That, oh, just purely because he looks a bit older in this. Right. But I'm not one. Well, it, it's like he plays the same character. Yeah. Yeah, that's but it. He's very neat. He does it. He does it. That awkward character brilliantly yeah it, 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 it was just weird and then i was like i was trying to work out what it was and i was like at first i thought is this a comic book because <laughs> yeah. of the pop-ups yeah it is, yeah and, and then the more you watch it you realize and by the way it really just goes from weird comic book weird stuff to crazy computer game yeah. To, like, madness. really mental, <laughs> absolute madness, yeah. 
and you, you realise it's kind of characters that are playing in a computer game reality. Yeah. I don't know. So it's really weird. So for anybody who hasn't seen it, Scott Pilgrim versus the world is, um, it's about a guy called Scott Pilgrim, obviously. Um, and he's a bit, He's a bit of a shitbag, isn't he, really? The lead character is a bit of a fucking asshole. Um, it starts off and he's going out with a girl um, who's in high school and he's like in his 20s. And then he meets a girl called Ramona Flowers. And in order to be with this girl called Ramona Flowers, he has to fight and defeat her seven evil exes. So her seven evil like ex-boyfriends and one girlfriend, spoiler, um, that come and um, basically fight him to the death. Which is just, and it goes insane. It's like, um, like Gary was saying a minute ago, it goes from like not to 60. It kind of starts off as this like kooky rom-com type thing. And then the next minute, some guy turns up and they just start beating the living shit out of one another. And it goes all mental. Um, the way that it's filmed is uh, incredible. Like Batman, um, like Batman 66, the TV series. Whenever somebody gets punched in the face, is a big like pow and everything along those lines. Yeah. But it does that all the way with like little things, doesn't it? So it'll be like eating a chocolate bar and it'll like power up and it'll go ching and um, all this kind of stuff. And he's got a lot of different fights with different people all the way through in order to uh, end up with this Ramona Flowers, <laughs> which is, it's just crazy, but I, I love it. I think it's such a brilliant movie. The, 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 there is some great comedy in it too. Yeah. A bit from where, where his ex comes to see him and she knocks on the door and his roommate answers and uh, <laughs> and he says to her no she's not in but he's stood behind him and as he says like no no he's not in he shuts the door just enough so you can't see him <laughs> so she kind of goes oh yeah why and like he just went out and then you see his hand come and grab a coat from behind like where he's talking and then he dives out the window and then he walks behind her <laughs> in the camera <laughs> just to try and avoid her. I think like stuff like that, the way it's filmed is just genius. There's, there's moments where it pans really well, the camera. Yeah. And it happens throughout the whole film. And yeah. only at the end of the film, I went, that happens all the way through the film where every time you mention his hair being scrubby, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so genius. Um, and then there's these bits like so. Um, what's her name? Aubrey Aubrey Plaza plays the girl who works like in a coffee shop. She's like a barista, isn't she? There's a bit where he walks in and has a conversation with her, and she's swearing like mad. Oh it god! Keeps, it keeps beeping a swearing out, and then a black box appears over her face, and it's like, oh yeah, they've obviously done that to the film. But then halfway through the conversation, he goes, "How are you making your mouth do that?" <laughs> Just little bits where he just points it out out of nowhere. That right, so that's such a good moment in the film because that was the moment I was like, right, switched. Yeah. Because it's almost like they know that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you watch when when you watch the first half of that film, the pounds and what have they come up, Mm. but it doesn't feel like they know that that's happening. Yeah, yeah. And that was the first time in the moment in the film where I went. Oh no! They actually do know that this is a, this is actually happening. It's like yeah. they do, they've just this is their reality that they can do stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah. So that like, was kind of interesting. So, like, some of the people that um, he fights in it and that star in this movie are insane. So, uh, Michael Sarah or Cara C R A, he is uh, the lead guy. He's Scott Pilgrim, a really awkward dude that was in Superbad, like you said. 
Mary Elizabeth is a girl who plays Ramona Flowers, and she's been in so much stuff. It's absolutely incredible. Um, Kieran Culkin is the guy who plays his um, gay roommate, who's Macaulay Culkin's older brother. Really? Yeah. So he but was, I think he was in Home Alone 3. I think he took over as the kid in Home Alone 3. Like the proper oh. shitty looking one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's Macaulay Culkin's brother. Um, Jason, Jason Swartz plays the main bad guy. Anna Kendrick plays his sister, which is, I think like it was re a really early role for her. Um, but yeah, she's just incredible. Um, Chris Evans is one of the guys that he fights, who's like this yeah. big blockbuster movie star who does like all skateboarding and shit. And it, uh, it's, it's really, really well done that bit because he goes to a movie set to find him to fight him, doesn't he? And ends up having to fight all these stuntmen. <laughs> It's just, it's genius the way that it's filmed and the way it pans around and makes them look like one another and stuff. Another one of the guys that he has to fight is uh, Brandon Roth. He's played Superman. And obviously. And when, that, when he came up and went, really? Yeah. He plays a vegan. And because he's a vegan, he's got superpowers, <laughs> <laughs> which seems to be like all controlled by his hair. Uh, and he goes through it and explains why veganism gives him superpowers and it's just really, really weird. And then he makes him break his veganism <laughs> and he gets arrested by the vegan police, which is just <laughs> the funniest fucking scene. But I, I, <laughs> the guy would describe it, he come bursting through the wall, don't they? And then he described like all the stuff that he's done bad to go against his veganism and take away his superpowers. It's just incredible, absolutely incredible. I thought you'd love that part. I don't, I yeah. Knew. It did just really, I, really like jabs it in the neck for him, which is like, it's always fun. Preachy vegans. <laughs> so, score out of five then for Scott Pilgrim. Because of the slow burner. Yeah. Three and a half. Ooh, I have four and a half for that one. So I really, really love that movie, like you say. I've, I've watched it quite a few times. The first time you watch it, you are like, what the fucking hell is going on? Yeah. As long as you can, like, sink back a little bit and just uh, just go with it. And I think you really yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, you, you've got to just go with it and let it go because there's such a mental, crazy, brilliant fight scene at the end of it. and Yeah. Which we're not really touched upon. There's oh, some, yeah, yeah, and, and they do it twice as well, don't they? Because like the, yeah. the way that he, uh, he he gets it all done, it's a, he gets his extra life, don't he? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely genius. It, the way that it, it it grows and grows and grows. The film, um, yeah, because you don't know what's going on. For me, it's a three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair enough, isn't it? I mean, the fight scenes in it are absolutely brilliant, but. Um, some of the movie around it, especially when it's getting started and trying to lay the groundwork and stuff, is quite slow. But then it just switches like that. And then like the second, the, the last two thirds of the movie maybe are kind of like crazy or a really fast pace and just bang, bang, bang. Um, so yeah, yeah, three and a half sounds fair enough. That's pretty good. Um, and I think that about wraps us up for uh, this week. Um, yeah, so uh, movie of the week for next week. It's your turn to pick one, Gaza. What have you got for us? So I'm going new. Yeah. I'm going very new. I don't know if you've watched it yet, but the character's very, very old. Mm. Okay. And if you don't mind, I know you have to pay for it. No, no. 
Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah, yeah, I've already watched that. (laughs) Yeah, have you seen it? I've not seen it. Excellent. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about this then because it was interesting because of all the controversy around it. We'll get onto that next week anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great pick. Nice work. Yeah, really, really good. So that's ace. Yeah, so so watch Sonic between now and about this time next week. We tend to film on a Monday, Tuesday or a Wednesday, depending on who's doing what and where I am and stuff. Um, (laughs) And then we'll have a talk about it then. Um, But for now, yeah, thanks for watching. Um, Give us a subscribe on YouTube and you can follow us on Instagram or on Facebook or on SoundCloud or on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts or you watch your videos. Uh, Just search The Movie Garage. uh, It's all exactly the same icon. Um, but for now, yeah, thanks for watching. It's been great. Cheers, Gaza. Thank you. Thank you. No worries. <laughs>